Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And everybody knows we love talking about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, do you ever feel like there's some sort of numbness or pain that's somehow blocking you from truly enjoying a healthy sexual connection with yourself and your partner? Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about how to release those negative feelings that no longer serve us and find out how to reclaim our sexual pleasure with the help help of a transformational coach who specializes in divine feminine energy. I love when you have divine feminine energy, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Normally, like the lights go off and the orgasms happen and yes. the squirt happens, all that energy built up. But I don't think that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get to our guest... Let's take a moment to talk about our Throws of Passion waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not and then I got to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our Throws of Passion waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof and it guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets, even if you're a massive squirter like Carol is. So you just throw it down and get it on and the Throws of Passion waterproof blanket will protect any space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking brand new. Now available in two sizes, jumbo and midsize, order yours from Amazon today. Just have to search Throws of Passion. Great sex starts now. It sure does. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are so absolutely excited to introduce our guest direct from Auckland in New Zealand. Missy Garcia is a transformational coach who helps transform women's lives by guiding them back into their life force power that lies within their sexual center. From there, they're able to know their power, access their inner wisdom, and learn how to use their energy to heal and juice up all areas in their lives. Wow, this is going to be an amazing show. What's really cool about this show is we're actually talking to Missy, and she's already in tomorrow. So (laughs) Missy, from Auckland, New Zealand, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you so much for having me. And I need to get one of those uh, throw blankets because I actually have a wet spot on my bed right now. Oh, <laughs> lucky we you. Will, we will send you one. Do you prefer like a turquoise purple or beige and dark brown? Turquoise purple. All right. We'll beautiful. definitely Done. send you We will one. send you a throws of passion waterproof blanket. Sounds like you had a morning <laughs> glory already. Woo-hoo-hoo. I did, yeah, with myself actually, uh-huh. uh, to prepare for our segment today. That's Yay. great. Use well, la- my own energy and get ready. Fantastic. And later on in the show, we're going to be talking about self-pleasuring and masturbation. But first, 
Yeah, and we're so excited to be discussing two very relevant topics today uh, with you on the show, leadership and sexual empowerment. And I think both of those things come together with your transformational programs that help women heal through sexuality and reclaim their their own sexual pleasure, which is so important. And I know that you did somehow experience a sexual trauma that's been bar- that you buried for a long time. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened and then how you were able to create that safe space and heal? Yeah. So, um, I've experienced a lot of micro traumas throughout my life, uh, in my childhood. And so I carried a lot of trauma in my body, but then when I experienced sexual trauma, it was from a date rape with a boyfriend of mine. And that was kind of like the last sort of like, I just lost so much of myself in that moment. And I buried it for so long because a, it was a boyfriend who was going to believe me. Um, so I never talked about it. And I've just felt really ashamed. I kind of had this persona, this ego of a very strong, dominant, powerful woman that could fight a man if I needed to. And I was overtaken. And so I just really just took that and buried it, pretended like it didn't matter, pretended like it didn't affect me. And over a course of I was 16 when that happened, I got married when I was 28. And it was over and over again, it would start to sort of come up. The safer I got with my husband, the more I felt like he would be able to hold me through anything that I was experiencing, the more it started to emerge. And we would have, you know, great sex in the beginning of our relationship. And then the safer I got, the more disconnected I got from my pleasure and from my sexuality because the more anxiety I got around it. He never did anything to trigger that, but because I just felt like really safe, the vulnerability, the energy of the trauma that was holding my body just started to emerge without me really realizing that was what was happening. So we disconnected sexually because I didn't feel like I could go there. And any time that I was wanting to have sex, I'd have to be drunk or, you know, something else would be um, influencing that. And over time, I just started to really talk to him about it and be able to feel that he could be with me in it. And then I decided, okay, this is really impacting my relationship. This is impacting my relationship to him, impacting my relationship to myself, to my sexuality. And I just had to kind of test the container that he had been telling me was safe and to trust him for me to fully be able to surrender into him to heal. And so that's why uh, we kind of journeyed on together, not really knowing what was in store, to be honest. (laughs) So what were, what were some of the symptoms that you noticed that I, I don't, I don't know if everybody would actually recognize that they're having symptoms of disconnect because of a trauma. Is it that you were visioning it? Was it coming back in your brain or were, or were you just disconnecting and, and how did you know that it was trauma causing this? Yeah, so I felt really numb to my sexuality, and so I didn't know at the time that that was from the trauma, but now I know we carry so much toxic energy in our pussies that when we're carrying that trauma, that it could absolutely cause numbness. The disconnection would be like disconnection from actually surrendering into pleasure. I would get like anxious, 
when it was when he would ever try to initiate to have sex or it, even if I was you know desiring it, I would get anxious just even thinking about it. There was numerous times that we would start to even engage and become intimate that I would just like freak out, shut down and just like go in fetal position and cry. And he'd be like, what the hell? Like not knowing what was happening. And I didn't really realize what was happening either. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It just came through me. And so that now looking back, I related it to the trauma that I was carrying in my body. Um, other ways was I would have random sort of flashbacks. If he would touch me in a certain way or, um, even, you know, through oral sex, if he would put his hand on, on the top of my head, I would literally like my body would clench up and I would get very contracted and start to feel anxious in my body. And that was related to trauma as well. And so I just started to kind of stick together, but it wasn't until somebody shared their story with me about their sexual trauma and how it showed up in multiple areas in their life that it totally clicked for me that I could go, Oh, my trauma is that. Yes. Okay. Now this makes sense. So it was kind of like a click that happened. Um, in the moment I didn't make sense of it, but once that happened, then it all made sense. Yeah. We just had a a very interesting chat with somebody else a couple of weeks ago where she shared with us that she was molested as a child and the man would take her hand, take her by the wrist and put her hand on, on his penis. And so anybody who ever touched her wrist or at any time somebody touched her wrist, she would flinch and that stayed with her for a long time. And she had to really work on that to get that away. So that's the kind of thing that can stay with you and that you have to heal from because you can't live your life that way. Yeah, absolutely. And what we know now about trauma is that it really does stay within our body. And so when we're just doing talk therapy, it doesn't get down to the body and the somatic level for us to really release it and for it to move through and for us to get that deep healing. I was in therapy from so many things since I was 12. And so I still had so much going on and was like, uh, why am I not healed from all of these things? And it was because none of that talk therapy got down into my body level. And that's actually why I love sexuality work is because it's such a deep level to work with your body and the energy that you're working with, with your sexual energy is so potent, so powerful that there's like this deep transformational healing that you can have when you work with your sexual energy. Now, how ironic it was that it was when you felt so safe with your husband that the trauma was able to come to the surface and you could deal with it. Uh, The irony there, and I'm sure it's very frustrating, and when people don't understand or know what's going on with them, that could be a little bit scary too. Oh, yeah. I, I still think that there needs to be, and I haven't found it, so if you know of something, uh, please let me know. There needs to be a, a system, an educational program, something for partners that have, um, like for my husband who I've taken, to help support me through my trauma. Right. You know, I had access for things for myself, but he didn't have anything. So he could only learn through what, what I was experiencing. There wasn't a program to teach him how to support me. Hmm. And so he didn't know what was really happening, what, what I was experiencing. But he just knew that he loved me and that he told me that he would be there for me no matter what. 
and he's a man of honor and a man of his word. And I, I tested that, that is for sure. And the more that I tested it, the more that he stayed around, the more that I could surrender into him and really, really honor that. Now, we talk about this safe space or even a a container of trust. Those are words that we hear. How would you like Mm -hmm. describe a relationship that really has that, 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 that really can exemplify what that is, a safe space where you can actually share and heal together? Yes, uh, communication, the ability to communicate about anything, the things that you're ashamed of, the things that you don't want to talk about, the things that you think that they can never understand, the things that you think that they get mad at you about, all of those things, like the more that you can talk about those things and the more that you can hold each other through those and not get triggered by them, the more that 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 space becomes safer and safer and safer for you to have. Um, I think that's key. That's been the key for our relationship for sure. And then to develop the trust where uh, it's non-judgmental, you can share without, like you said, you're sharing some shame and that there's not going to be a judgment going in two seconds. As soon as it comes out of your mouth, you're not being judged about what you're, you're sharing is so, so, so important. So sitting back and listening, you're saying communication, which includes the listening factor. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're desiring that, then you need to hold the space for them to do the same thing. So, you know, those hard conversations, um, one of the hardest conversations that we ever had was me telling him that I was desiring to move outside of our marriage and to, you know, explore what openness would be. And for him to hear that, uh, it triggered a lot in him. But we were able to move through that. We decided to keep our marriage closed at this time. But now that because we were able to talk about that and all the feelings that go around it, you know, the shame that both of us experienced, the lack of worthiness that he experienced, all of that, uh, we are able to now talk about anything because we move through like a topic that most couples don't want to talk about, That's which I'm sure you guys have had that conversation. <laughs> for sure. We've been swingers for uh, 12, 13 years now. And if you guys ever wanted to, you know, sit and chat with us about the pros and cons about opening up your relationship, which isn't necessarily about swinging and orgies and foursomes and morsums, we'd be more than happy to talk to you and, and meet to him because women and men look at open relationships extremely differently. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, the conversation uh, is that trust. And then the more that, I mean, even talking about your sexual desires with each other, I think that's such a juicy topic to talk about. And the more that you can really honestly talk about those things, the more that you can feel, oh, okay, this is a safe space. There is no judgment. Okay, you know, some will act on some, we won't. And it's all welcome in your your bubble, your container of trust with your relationship. And one of the questions that we get so often with so many people ask us on social media, and we get this question very, very often is, how do I share that with my partner? How do I tell my partner that I would like to open up the relationship? There, People are terrified to bring that subject up. I, it might be because they aren't maybe in that trusting or safe space yet. And they would like to develop that safe space so that they can share those desires with their partner. But it's not only about opening up their relationship, it's sharing a fantasy with right. them. Sharing the fact that I want to bring a sex toy in. I mean, Missy was saying, you know, she had some self-pleasuring before the show. She didn't say her husband was there, but I'm sure he knows about it. How, that, that Obviously, they have great communication. 
Missy, how do couples just take the the leap or the step into saying, hey, I want to try something a little different? Yes. So uh, invitation. I remember there's one point in our relationship that like almost on a daily, I would look at him and say, you know what? I would really like to invite you into a relationship that has open, honest communication that we can trust each other so much. That's fun. That's playful. That's just juicy. And you know, does that sound good to you? And you know, I would give him that invitation to it. And from that, he would be like, yeah, that does. Then together we created what that looked like. So it was like, what does it look like to have really open, honest communication? That means that I can share something with you. And if you feel the feels of like anything coming up, that you can hold yourself through that and just be able to listen to me. And it also, if I'm sharing something with you, that you're not automatically trying to fix me or save me from mm. it. That was a big thing for mm-hmm. us too. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then he would share this, what he needed, what does open, honest communication look like for him? And that would, you know, and then I would have to be, re- I would be receptive to that and we would discuss it. So it was an invitation for us to basically recreate our relationship. And from that acceptance of the invitation, then we became a partnership to literally mold it into what we were both desiring it to be. That that sounds great. And you just brought up a point that um, I, I was just going to ask you is that when you were going through this trauma healing, what kind of role did your husband have to help you? Like you said, you don't just fix me or, or help me. Did he just be there for you or did he actually have to do something to help you heal or was he just a punching bag (laughs) (laughs) um i would say probably all of the above okay (laughs) so at points yes he was a punching bag because i wasn't at the point where i could hold myself through my triggers and i would freak out um and so he was able to recognize that it wasn't him and hold that space and not get upset with me um, and then other times it was him not trying to fix me and not trying to save me, but just being able to listen and just being able to create that safe container. And then he actually brought the idea of Yoni massage into our relationship. And at that point I had no idea what it was, but I was open to it. And he gave me a Yoni massage and that was probably one of the most profound healings that I experienced because I released so much uh, a stagnant energy that was stuck within my vagina and he was holding that space and being basically the facilitator of it with no other intention other than just to be partnered with in my healing. And so that was really beautiful as well. And I had to hundred percent surrender into him and feel so safe for me to be able to have the healing that I did from that experience with him. Wow, I can actually imagine how that must feel because um, with the trust that you have with your partner like that, like you're saying with your husband, and then just letting it all out, that sounds like a very easy thing that people could try to do because Yoni Massage, it, it, it's not complicated. You can look it up online no. or you can follow it, but it's for the person giving it, it's very easy to do. And the person who's 
um, receiving it. He just has to relax into it and just let out whatever happens. Well, we just talked to Christina Boss and she and, and for those of you who want to actually get into this yoni massage and how you release and, you know, sex isn't about um, coming and having an orgasm. Listen to the show um, just before this one. And she goes into it and she talks about how when her partner just put his cock into her pussy and they just stopped everything relaxed and something happened inside and little fingers and tingly things just sucked them in <laughs> even deeper. And it's, it was an, it's an amazing yeah. segment that we did. Carol and I are sitting there, her pussy's getting wet. I'm getting hard. And there's, we're not talking about sex. We're talking about connecting as two people. Right. Right. That must yeah. be kind of yeah. how you're feeling when you're just lying there and getting your, your pussy massage that way. That must be absolutely awesome. So we're having an amazing discussion with transformational coach, Missy Garcia, all about finding that safe space in our relationship. This is the sexy lifestyle with Carol and David. And next up, we're going to find out how to activate our divine feminine energy. Direct from Auckland in New Zealand. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wow. We're talking to her tomorrow. But before we get into the next segment, we're going to remind everybody about Nadia Norleans, which is happening July 24th to 28th, 2019. Nadia Norleans is the largest lifestyle convention for, couple in the wor- for couples in the world. With over 1,300 couples, this event not only takes over two of the French Quarter's largest hotels, it takes over the world-renowned Bourbon Street as well. Uh, check out the sexylifestyle.com business pages, travel and events tab for more information on how to book your tickets for this nearly sold out, crazy fun, entertaining and informative annual event at the heart of the French quarters of Nolens. You won't want to miss it. You missed super sexy as well. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are talking with sex and leadership coach Missy Garcia, direct from Auckland in New Zealand. And we've been talking all about reclaiming our own sexual pleasure. And now we're going to get to look at what happens when we activate our divine feminine energy. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. So let's dive right in. So Missy, talk to us about what is this divine feminine center that you're talking about. Yeah, so this is your life force energy. So we all have this life force energy and it's sourced down in our roots. So down in our first energy center, which would be in the cervix for women and the prostate for men. And it's going to be that juice, that fire. It's like the stove that's going to activate all other areas within our body. And so with that, our our, uh, centers, our energy centers are also connected to our endocrine system too. So if we think down here, down in our root that's going to be connected into our hormonal balancing and that really when we're connected there that's our sexual fire that's our sexual power that is also us being really rooted into the earth really rooted into our message really rooted into ourselves and so I love connecting sexuality and leadership in this way for women because most don't realize how they are connected but if you're fully embodying and really connected into your sexual energy then you are most likely embodying all parts of you because that's typically the one that people don't want to go to you know the most is like all work on everything else except for the sexuality part but that is the missing link and so when you're connected there you're not connected into your fire, you're connected to your juice, and then you can use that that flow, that force, that life energy to bring it up through all your other energy centers. 
And so the next one is going to be for your creativity and for you to really feel safe within your body. I think that's so important, especially for women, for us to find security and safety inside, for us to feel that we belong in ourselves. Because as we rise out into the world, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to try to shut us down. And so when we can feel that we belong and that we're safe inside, I think that's like so powerful and so beautiful. And then we can use that energy to also fuel our confidence, our willpower, our drive for us to really stand and take what we want into the world. And that's going to be connected into our adrenals. So our adrenals are working with us. And then our pancreas is working with us. So it's literally like the fuel for not only your physical health, but also your metaphysical, your energy, your uh, emotional health too. And then we bring it up some more. And your next energy center is going to be connected into your heart space. So feeling like love and gratitude, compassion, but also that's your thymus gland and our thymus gland is uh, connected to our immune system. So when you're feeling like you're coming down with something, sex is actually one of the most beautiful things that you can do to help you to get better faster because it's going to activate your immune system. And so the thymus gland is also really large as a child. And once you reach puberty, it starts to shrink down. So it brings that beautiful playfulness uh, energy to you as well. We bring it up a look to our next center, and that's going to be our voice to be able to speak our genius out into the world, to express what we're desiring, to be able to, you know, have the expression, the confidence with our speech, and that's going to be connected to our thyroid. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people have a uh, lockdown energy in their throat, and I think that's why there's an epidemic with thyroid uh abnormalities because there's so much stagnant energy there because a lot of especially women have been taught to be quiet don't speak your mind you know be seen and not heard those sort of things and so we've been locked down in the center here and then you can bring it up into your brain connect into your vision your connection into the divine being in harmony with all things and so you're this all sourced from your sexual energy from your roots and if we are not fueling it there, then we're going to have to take energy from other places to kind of create some sort of balance. But what would life feel like if you were just an overflow of all of your juices flowing and, and balancing all of your centers? Actually, why I did my practice this morning, so that way all of my points were fueled up and connected and my sexual energy was online for me to be able to show up fully for our conversation today. Well, we really feel it. And thank you for taking the time to do that because we're really getting a lot out of this. So I'm loving this. You're, you're talking about this energy that's coming from our feminine center and it's affecting yeah. all parts of our body. But you're using a word called connecting with, and I know that's a vague word. I would like to know how do we connect with this feminine divine energy specifically? What does that mean to be aware of it, to touch it? What exactly does that mean? Yeah. So depending on where you're at in your journey, um, just literally just putting your hands over your pussy and just bringing your focus and your awareness to it can activate it. Uh, take another step further. You can bring your breath into that. So I know like on a physical level, your breath isn't going to go all the way down into your, into your pleasure centers, but on an energetic level, it can. 
And then if you bring your breath and your focus down there, then you can actually just start to feel that and you can activate it that way. Taking another step further is actually using pleasure. So using, you know, touching of your clitoris to activate your pleasure or rubbing your breasts, rubbing your arms, whatever, you know, however you feel like you want to activate pleasure in your body, you can. And from that, it's going to fuel this fiery essence that's within you. And then you can start to just breathe and through that breath and that movement and that focus, you can start to move it through your body. That's actually one of the ways for you to have, you know, multiple orgasms and have, um, you know, full body orgasms is the movement of this energy through your body. So it's not just a, you know, a little burst and like, okay, I'm done. It's like this, this flow that goes through you and you can feel this pleasure moving through you. Uh, that's what changed my sex life from just being sex and having an orgasm to having like very sacred, connected, uh, beautiful pleasure flowing through me. So, Missy, I have a question for you, and um, yeah. it's something that I deal with every day, and I'm sure many men and women deal with it as, as well. So, you know, it's, it's all great in theory what you're saying and what we want to do in practice, but life today is so busy, and we're so distracted by so many things, family, work, social media, everything, finances that are going on in our lives. Let's talk a little bit about how you create a little bit more balance or even steal some time away from those other things that you might think at the moment are important but really aren't because what you're saying is when you focus on your sexual needs and desires, they actually help you feel better and have more energy. So how do we find that balance and time in a day to do what you just said that women should do? Yeah, so I think that if you just make a commitment for even just two minutes, five minutes a day and start there, where you just are breathing and just bringing your focus all the way down into your womb, your pussy, your pleasure center, whatever word uh, works for you is fine, but just bring your breath and your focus there. And if you'd like to dance, then just turn on some music. And with your breath, your focus, and just movement, you're going to be activating that energy that I'm talking about. So it doesn't have to be a huge, long segment, right? So you can start there. And then if you want to make it into more of a sacred practice, many people have meditation practices. Many people make time to go out and work out. Uh, I look at it as like that. Like that's my meditation. That's my workout time is me making a more sacred, longer practice and really working with my energy and, and my pleasure. So, so I think we don't need to make it a big deal, you know? Perfect. So, so Missy, I mean, you're you're in Auckland, New Zealand, and you obviously yep. don't have hundreds of people coming to your practice every day. You are um, a, a coach that helps people with multitude of um, different ways of getting well and doing things better. But you know, if you were to work with someone, for example, with Carol over Skype, what are some of the things you would have her do that would help her? experience or get into, um, you know, building up this confidence and the divine feminine center? Yeah. So first of all, we would work on where is the part of her that feels uncomfortable going there. 
we usually have maybe like an inner child part or a scared part, a feared part. And I would work with that part to integrate it, to heal it. So that way her empowered parts can be able to, you know, step forth into this new way of being, this way of connecting, this way of seeking pleasure and being with pleasure. And so we would work to release some of the shame that may be holding back. And then from there, there's home play. So there's guided audios. And the audios are what will help to guide her through, you know, moving the energy, uh, being with it, having her self-pleasure practices. And then with those audios is what it changes it from just like a having an orgasm, masturbation, quick sort of session, get off into, wow, I'm really like connecting into the most powerful energy that lives within my body and making it into a sacred practice for my own healing, for my own energizing, for my own nourishment. And so that's kind of like how it, how it looks when I work with people um, online. And when you do it online or on Skype, um, you do it with video? Do Does your... Um does the uh, does the person get naked do you actually say take your hands take your fingers put them in your pussy hold your tits um or is it more this is what i want you to do go and do your homework yeah so the so they get a guided audio so they'll put on like earbuds or something and then it would be a, like a 20 to 30 minute long practice that will help guide them through it and then they would do what feels comfortable for them. And then during our times together, we may do some breath work together, but we'll do more of like a deeper integration healing practice together in those times where I can help to guide them into a deeper space within them. And then they have their home play work that they do with the audios that will guide them through like, yeah, like start warming up your body, touching your breasts, moving your hands down, starting to play with your clitoris, activating your pleasure and help to guide them in that sort of way. What, I, what I'm getting here is you're actually slowing things down and taking the time to enjoy each touch and each um, uh, sensation versus um, like in our relationship, Carol's the man, okay? She just wants to go, mm -hmm. get on my cock, ride it, fuck, squirt, come and let's move on. And I'm the one that wants to massage and kiss and cuddle. And, you know, sometimes we have this issue where we don't have the right balance, which is, you know, I want to go slow. She wants to go fast. And we want to have this. We need to have this happy medium. And listening to you talk is it sounds a lot like you're taking um, the time to slow things down. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest things that my clients get is when they're going through like a 20 minute audio, they're like, I wanted to just like come at like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so for them to, that's me <laughs> to prolong that. Yeah, to prolong that so they can really sink into their pleasure, because it turns it into this really sacred connective, like meditation that you're working with this powerful divine energy in your body and you can use that for healing like i'm working with a woman right now that has immense grief that wasn't processed you know decades ago and you can actually use your sexual energy to work with that deep 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 sadness that's in your body like i've had like immense sadgasms before to wow. move through like deep sadness within mm -hmm. my gut body so it's learning to use this energy for like this sacred healing practice as well, but then also using it, like knowing how to nourish with it, knowing how to use it for your power and your confidence and activating your voice. And so 
So, uh, so it's just a different way of playing with it. But yeah, slowing down is beautiful, especially with trauma, you know, um, being able to uh, slow down and work in a slower sort of space. And so, well, yeah, it's, it's going to be online. We're doing like a deep healing. Uh, basically, people, the person that I'm working, one of the women I'm working with right now, she's a psychotherapist. And she tells me all the time, I know you call yourself a coach, but you really are the best therapist I've ever had. <laughs> and so it's deep therapy. But then it's the home play that you have in between sessions with the meditations and the self-pleasure practices and, you know, that deeper connection into your body that really brings it all together in such a transformational healing space. Well, it really feels natural that it's so primal to have this. The sex, sexuality is all primal. And we've been such yeah. a cerebral culture for so long that we're heading back down to the primal areas and we're using that for healing, which has probably been around in, uh, in you know, in, in Eastern um, healing for a long time. And we're bringing that now to the Western world, which I'm loving this whole idea of reconnecting with these primal things and feeling our energy, etc. So, you yeah, know, Missy, I'm going to I'm going to throw a challenge out to you. I'm going to okay. ask you to send us your um, course because Carol mm -hmm. lately has not been sleeping at night. She has so much going on in her head. She's been so busy and she she's just having this issue focusing. And I'm thinking that, um, you know, we'd like to try what you're talking about and get back to mm -hmm. you maybe in a month or two months um, after we worked with you and went through the courses and tell you how it has improved um, Carol's sleep because um, she's just she can talk to it, but she just can't find a way to have good REM sleep. And maybe I just yeah. need to uh, touch myself all night long and I'll fall asleep happy. Could be. <laughs> Actually, Carol, let's book some one-on-one -on -one sessions. Okay. And let's do that. Because okay. then I can really dive deeper into what's going on. And okay. that's going to be more supportive. And then I can give you specific practices in between. I would versus love that. just like a standard, you know, course. Sure. Yeah. And, we'll t and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on the air. Because, you know, you talked earlier about shame. And so many people, yeah. men and women just don't want to come forward and say, you know, I, I have this issue, which they think is small, but it might be affecting so many other parts of their life. So we'll talk about it on the air. We have lots of listeners and I'm sure lots of people out there are saying, hmm, me you too. know what? Me too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Very cool. Yeah, shame is a big one. I mean, I think uh, uh, women in general too. I mean, men as well. Again, you know, you have different things that have been programmed to you to be shameful for. Uh, but when women, we have been really programmed as well with a lot of things that we just have this like shame that's been given to yes. us basically yeah. since birth. Yeah, it almost expected so, yeah. that we should have it. We are having an yeah, amazing... Yeah. We are having an amazing discussion with transformational coach Missy Garcia. And now it's time for some myth busting about self-pleasure. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carolyn David. But not so quickly. First, we're going to tell everybody about the STC Croatian Cruise in 2020 and ask them to join us where uh, we're going to be leaving from Venice, Italy on August 29, 2020. For seven sensual nights and eight glorious days of visiting some of the most historic cities in Europe throughout Croatia and the Eastern Mediterranean. So come party with us on a ship full of open-minded, sexy couples and find yourself swept up into a dream world of such incredible beauty that will take your breath away. For more information about this trip or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or even send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. 
So needless to say, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're having a great discussion with Missy Garcia all the way from Auckland, New Zealand. She's already in tomorrow, which I always find absolutely amazing how (laughs) the world is at different places at different times. Uh, Missy's an expert on sex and leadership, which you just heard about in the last section, all about women. And also, she coaches women about self-pleasure practices, which we got into a little bit. So now, we're going to do some of our myth-busting about masturbation. So each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths to help us filter through some of that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topic related to sex, sexuality, and relationships. And masturbation. So May was masturbation month, but it's never, never, (laughs) never the wrong time to talk about it because, again, you know, uh, we were talking about shame. Masturbation has got to be one of the most shameful things that people believe is shameful right. but it really isn't right. it's actually helpful and makes relationships and better healthy absolutely so missy let us know if this is a myth or a truth and why here's the first one mm-hmm. for women masturbation is the fastest way to orgasm definitely can be true for most women mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I like to even change the word for masturbation to self-pleasure because even with just that shift, uh, it can lift some of the shame. Uh, but yeah, when you know how you like to be touched and you know where to touch and you know how to really just like drop into your pleasure, you can absolutely reach orgasm uh, you know, quicker than with a partner. How fast can you come? <laughs> That's a challenge. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Depends on uh, my method, what I'm using, what's my purpose. Uh, but I generally try to prolong it versus yeah, making absolutely. it really fast, have, to be honest. Have you yeah. ever tried the womanizer? I haven't tried the womanizer. I use. I don't use too many vibrators. I use more of, uh, I use Jade Egg. I use my fingers. I'll use a glass dildo. Uh, those are kind of the main tools that I'll use. And of course, a lot of uh, fractionated coconut oil. So the uh, the womanizer is a device that has like a, I'm going to call it a suction head. It feels like a suction head, mm-hmm. but it's actually air technology. And it's just pulsating air that you put near, right on top of your clitoris. And it sort of stimulates your clitoris with air. So it's not really a vibration. The outer rim mm-hmm. also has a bit of a vibration in it, but it's really the air technology that, feels like you're having your clit sucked and it's so fucking amazing how fast can you come back <laughs> yeah probably if i wanted seconds? to if i wanted to and i was hot and horny it could be 60 seconds and i can have an orgasm with, with a womanizer but yeah it's nice. pretty awesome and boys it's if not that's... about you it's all about her i just sit there sometimes she sucks my cock while she has the womanizer on her pussy and what's great about it is we use it after we fuck so i've come carol's had a couple of orgasms and then she's like ah i want a couple more she pulls out the womanizer i obviously you know need some time to get hard again but it's great after sex it's a great after sex story for sure for sure yeah we're in the middle of our myth busting segment so let's get back to that so i'm gonna say we're doing a radio show we are okay let's keep going (laughs) I'm i'm gonna just say Let us know about this one now, myth or truth and why. So self-pleasure can help a woman better understand her body. A hundred percent true. I think that we, I don't know about you, Carol, but like I was trained as a like, oh, the man knows your body. The man can like please you. The man knows what to do. And it was always like, 
Um, I need to figure this out myself because that ain't working. So absolutely. When you self-pleasure, you better understand your body, what turns you on, what feels good, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. And from that, then you can communicate that with your partner, what you like and what you don't like. Because you want them to do more of what you like and less of what you don't. So as swingers... Self-pleasuring is such a key part, and I know it sounds ridiculous because as swingers, we like foursomes and morsoms and orgies, and we're talking about self-pleasuring here. However, when you get into a multiple-person sexual situation, every guy, every girl likes things a little bit differently. And when you're in the moment and somebody is doing something to you that was good on their wife and might not be what you're into, if as a guy or a woman you can't tell that other person what you like you're gonna sit there and it's gonna be like someone massaging your shoulders for two hours and they're doing it all wrong and your the the event or the moment is gonna be ruined instead of you saying excuse me you know i don't like eight fingers in my pussy or just just move to the left or move to the left yeah you know and for a guy it's like um can you go a little faster can you go slower can you slide over my head and it's just those little words that, that you're, you were just talking about that are so important, but you don't know them unless you do it yourself. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree. So here's another one. I guess it's topical here. Shame around masturbation is impossible to reverse. Oh, 100% myth. <laughs> um, and I guess this is another one. Like, uh, you know, even men feel shame around masturbation, but it was more expected for men to masturbate, right, than yeah. women. And yes. so when women would self-pleasure or masturbate, uh, there was a lot of shame. I know I felt a lot of shame. It was something that I would hide from my husband for so long. And uh, he wouldn't talk to me about his because I would be triggered by it too because I held so much, um, you know, then. But now it's beautiful that we can have a beautiful, shame-free uh, self-pleasure session, independent, together, um, and yeah, you can absolutely reverse that and you can own your own pleasure and not have to have any um, any blockage from you being able to like, I'm just going to go self-pleasure today or tomorrow or, yeah, yeah. hey, you want to do it together? <laughs> do you get turned on when you watch him self-pleasure? I do. Me yeah. too. Me too. There's, there's times when I honestly don't want us to touch each other at all. We'll be laying right next to each other in bed and we're just self-pleasuring and just like hearing him um, with his, the way that he's breathing and the way that I'm breathing and the energy, like we can feel the energy that's flowing in between us without even touching and us just self-pleasuring. And so, yeah, there's times when that's exactly what my body's calling for and desiring. What wow. turns you on the most when you watch me masturbate? I think I just know that you're just enjoying it and get turned on that you are touching yourself in such a way. You're always amazed at how fast I can go. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it's practice, right? (laughs) His hand just goes like, I can hardly see it. It's just like flying, flying. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's just many years, 56 years of practice. That's that's what it takes, right? So funny. (laughs) All right, I think we have time for one last uh, myth busting here. A masturbation is equivalent to infidelity in a partnered relationship. 100% false. But this is also going to be something else that you need to communicate with your partner about. Uh, again, if you're going to be hiding it, that's going to build on any shame that you may be feeling. So you need to start to get into communication about it. And then from that, you can start to experience you know, your triggers, their triggers, and be able to release that so you can have a beautiful, um, connected sort of um, 
relationship with your own self-pleasuring practices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got a question now. Let's talk to everybody out there who believe they have to masturbate like by themselves and not tell their partner about it. How do you bring it out in a relationship that I masturbate every time I take a shower or when you're not home, um, I, I'm, you know, or the out, min- take- yeah, the minute you leave the door, like, you know, you go at the door, I'm, I'm pulling out my vibrator, right? Yeah. How do you say that? <laughs> you're married 25 years and all of a sudden, hello, this is what I do. Yeah. So I think you need to hold yourself with any shame that you had and be able to release that for you to come into a beautiful, clear conversation about it. Because if you're holding on to a lot of shame around it and then you try to go have a conversation, it can lead to projections at time. So I think once you can kind of release your own shame and then just want to bring that into clear communication with your partner, then starting with something that you absolutely love and then just telling them, you know, I just want to have open, honest communication with you. And this is something that I do. And, you know, again, having that container for them to hold it. And then it gets easier and easier every single time. I I remember the first conversation that we really had. Uh, I could feel all the feelings in my stomach and my gut of just like, oh my gosh, I'm not enough for him. Oh my gosh, like I can't please my husband. All the like social conditioning that was, you know, pounding into my head. And then now it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. was it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that was lots of great information with that myth busting session. Thank you so much, Missy, for all I'm, that information. I'm like turned on. I got like pre cum coming out of my. Cup. Okay, but hun, hold We're on. We're gonna have to, to have it. sex after the show. No, we do every single time, so it's all good. Every single time. Sometimes we do four shows in a day. <laughs> well, then not every single time. Then. Let's just remind everybody. Hey, four sessions. Yeah, four exactly. sessions. That's okay. It'll it'll work for me. Let's just remind everyone to visit the Sexy Lifestyle website for lots of credible information covering all different topics related to sex, sexuality, and relationships. So this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. It's time for a short break, and we'll be right back with our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. Let's take a moment to talk about our Throws of Passion waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot, and squirt is hot until it's not, and then I got to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our Throws of Passion waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof, and it guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets, even if you're a massive squirter like Carol is. So you just throw it down and get it on, and the Throws of Passion waterproof blanket will protect any space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking brand new. Now available in two sizes, jumbo and midsize, order yours from Amazon today. Just have to search Throws of Passion. Great sex starts now. It sure does. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're chatting with sex and leadership coach Missy Garcia. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. 
So listen, we've covered a lot of ground here. We find uh, talked about finding safe spaces to fully surrender or to our partners, as well as we talked about how to tap into our divine feminine center. And of course, all those myths about self-pleasuring. Now we need to round it all together and find out how that healing couples can move into a happier space and a happier place where they can also enjoy great sex that they deserve. We all deserve great sex. So, Missy, one of your pillars of coaching is all about changing your sexual story to improve the chances of great sex. Yeah. So when you have a sexual story of shame or it's dirty or, uh, you know, I, I can't do it like this or I can never initiate it or I'm not allowed desires or anything like that, then that sexual story is going to be impacting not only your current relationship, but also impacting other areas of your life. If you're not fully allowed to, you know, release into your pleasure, into your sexual energy, then there's other areas that you're most likely going to be holding yourself back from as well. The thing that people may not realize is that we all have the power to change our stories. A lot of this has been given to us. A lot of our sexual story has been given to us by experiences and the meaning that we made of it has been given to us by social conditioning, things that have been said to us, past partners. And so we can all choose to change that story. And from that choice, you can make that story into whatever story you want where pleasure is powerful, that my sexuality is beautiful, that my desire is like amazing, that my energy is my fuel for my life. And so you can choose to change it to an empowering story. And then you can start to take actions from that empowered place to impact all areas of your life, not only just in the bedroom. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like the secret where you just live the way you want to, you project into the universe. So if you, you feel like you want to be a sexy diva, you live like a sexy diva, and that will come back to you. So changing your story is the way you want to see your future life happening, unfolding in front of you. Yes, absolutely. And we all have that choice. And I think that we have not been told that we do have that choice. You know, I had the choice to change my trauma, I could have lived into it the choice to you know become empowered from it Mm -hmm. Um, i had the choice to change my sexual story Mm -hmm. i had the choice to relate to my pleasure in a whole new way and so when you realize that you do have that choice then it's really just starting to take action to make the change and And to change it into the empowering one that you desire and what happened in the past is in the past it's whatever you want to do you can make your future the way you want it's like a blank page or starting fresh we always say it's never too late to start again never Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Missy, we talk about living happy, healthy, and horny, which has that underlying tone about balance because, you know, you have to be happy to be healthy, and if you don't have both of those, you can't have a great sex life. You talk about balancing life, love, and lust. How does that play into relationships? Um, So, balancing your life, uh, (laughs) I think that's something that we all challenge with a lot, but... For me, I kind of look at four pillars. So your personal pillar, your relationship, your family, if you have kids or, you know, external family, and then like your work or your business. So looking at that, seeing which pillar is always on the top, you know, a lot of times for myself, actually in the past, the business pillar was on the top. 
And then like my relationship would be on the very, very bottom. And that obviously left me in a very imbalanced place. And so I always check in with where those pillars are for me. And then, you know, I generally try to keep myself on the top as much as I can. You know, there's going to be things that are going to fluctuate at times. But then from there, how am I serving and showing up for myself first? And then I can show up for my relationship and my kids and my business in a beautiful way. And so that's how I kind of help to balance my life. And that's going to be with love, with lust. I think, um, again, it's going to come back to communication. When you can communicate with your partner, oh, I met this person today that I just was naturally gravitated to with their energy. And I just started to have like, you know, a crush on them from that and being able to have open communication with them. And again, there's going to be no shame and it's going to bring more of a safe container into a relationship. Absolutely. And we've been hearing so much about self-love and self-appreciation and just in you know, loving yourself more. And that's kind of what I'm feeling that everything that we've talked about in the last hour is really turning, uh, turning the page to to look back at ourselves and make sure that we are healthy and satisfied. And that's the only way that we can then give the best we can in our lives. Well, it's like we had Dr. Jessica O'Reilly on our show a couple of weeks ago. And she, she brought it down to such a simple um, explanation. She says, when you're on an airplane, and you're watching the safety demo and they say, put the oxygen mask on you first and then on the person next to you. It's all about if you can't help yourself first, you can't help anybody else around you. Right. And that's kind of what I'm hearing oh, you're yeah. saying as well. Oh, yeah. And again, like you, I honestly don't think that you can have full self-love, self-empowerment if you disconnect from your sexual energy and your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You that's, know, that's like you're right. leaving out a huge domain. And so if people are wanting to really embrace themselves fully, that is the domain that they're going to need to be able to bring in for them to 100% feel full, feel whole, feel complete, because that is, you know, again, their life force energy, their power. Absolutely. And so we're coming to the end of our show, and we love to end our show with some amazing advice from our sexpert guests. So... Uh, so, Missy, let us um, talk about if someone who was holding on to some sort of past trauma and that maybe it's blocking them from a, a balanced, healthy sex life, what would be the top two things that she could do tonight that could get her back on the path of healing and that so she can eventually find that way to have great sex again? Yeah, such a beautiful question. So I think the main thing is for them to make that choice. You know, to, for, for them to really like whole body choose to do the work to go there. I will tell you, moving through trauma, moving through past pain, it takes work. But when you make that choice to do it, on the other side is so much aliveness and juiciness and pleasure and really just like this full body like connection that you probably haven't experienced for a very, very long time. So when you can make that choice and say like, I'm like choosing to change my story and to release this from my body, from there, I invite you to start talking about it or writing about it, whatever feels more comfortable for you, writing about it. What is the impact? Bring that light, start to really piece things together and put it down on paper or talk to somebody that you love that can hold that space for you. And then from there, you can start to seek the support to help guide you through it. 
I think having a support system is going to be the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself to release your trauma because um, without that support, it can, it can feel heavy. And do you share that your goal, like, like now you've made that decision, you said that wholehearted decision to go through, do you share that goal with your partner immediately or do you think about it and work through it and talk to somebody else before you actually let someone know that you want to clear this area? I'm always a big thing of just talking about it right away. Like when you make a decision, start to actually put it out into the world. Because when you hold on to it is when a lot of different parts are going to be like, whoa, maybe not, maybe not today, mm. maybe tomorrow, or mm. I don't know about that. And you can start to almost talk yourself out of it sometimes. Yeah. And so when you can put it out there, you're already starting to take action moving forward to making that change. So I would invite them to absolutely start to put it out into the world. Um, talk to your, your, you know, closest people, your partner. Uh, my partner was the first one that I talked to. The second one was my mom. My mom didn't even know what happened. And, you know, telling her was really hard. Telling my dad was really hard, but I just started to tell people in my life and it, it just lightened the load. Mm-hmm. And it really just started to open up space mm-hmm. for my own healing to emerge. Mm-hmm. And then I felt I had their support with me every step of the way. Fantastic. All right. Wow, that show went real quickly. <laughs> we fast. could probably keep going for hours here. Missy, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, thanks so much for all that great advice. Um, why don't you take a minute and tell people how they can reach out to you, your website, social media, and of course, get in touch with you for coaching. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, everything can be found on my website. So Missy and then the letter A, Garcia.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, as well as the other platforms. But those are the two main places that you can find me is on Facebook and Instagram. And um, you can register for one-on-one coaching. I have a free 60-minute breakthrough session, or I have a 12-week program called Sexify Your Leadership that's going to help with releasing shame, that deeper healing, and activating your pleasure as power to fuel up and up-level your leadership. Fantastic. And we're going to ask everyone to stay tuned because um, as we spoke about a little earlier, Missy and Carol are going to work together and we'll talk about the steps and and how um, the progress is happening. And hopefully Carol can get a full eight hour (laughs) night sleep and stop driving me absolutely up the wall. Up the wall. wall. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Well, it's not really up the wall, but good sleep. Good sleep is so important to great relationships and great sex. We get it. So we are learning. We are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. So remember to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy couples and people and find out where the events are happening near you. you can use promo code three zero three one four for the first month free. So check it out. And once again, we'll remind everyone about Nadia in Orleans, the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world, coming up July 24th to 28th, 2019. And it's nearly sold out. Book so it book. now. For more information about this trip or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or even send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for another amazing show today. Missy Garcia from Auckland, New Zealand. Thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thanks to everybody for listening. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. 
and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 